0: is Hashimoto's underdiagnosed or overdiagnosed, but more importantly, have you been misdiagnosed? And I'm not talking about misdiagnosed as in the multiple misdiagnoses that most people who end up with a diagnosis of a Hashimoto's have, because there are a lot of misdiagnoses on the path to figuring out what's going on. I'm not talking about that kind of misdiagnosis. I'm talking about were you diagnosed with Hashimoto's, but you don't actually have it. Um, This is what we're tackling today because you know how it is with Hashimoto's. You find out that you have Hashimoto's and you go online to figure out what you're supposed to do and there is so much conflicting advice. It drives you crazy not just crazy, but overwhelmed. And not only are you overwhelmed, but you're kind of lonely because you feel like you just have to combat this alone and figure it out and figure out who to trust. Well, I'm glad that you're here on the Health with Hashimoto's podcast because it is my goal to bring you true, simple and sustainable tips so that you can figure out what is going on, so you can figure out your own path to health. I have a review to read. This one just makes me so happy. It is from CR Chat, and it says, I've learned so much by listening. I only wish I had found it sooner. I feel like I've learned so much and been so empowered and affirmed. Thank you. That is my goal. I want every single person listening to feel like they have more power in their own healthcare journey. I want you to know that what you're doing is making a difference and that what you are pursuing and the ways that you're going about it are going to have an impact in not only your short-term health, but your long-term health. So that brings me back to, are we underdiagnosing or overdiagnosing Hashimoto's? And of course, I'm not diagnosing anybody. I am a nurse. I absolutely love being a nurse. Being a nurse means I get to walk alongside people. I get to educate those I work with, whether it was patients in the emergency department or when I worked in the clinic or worked in the hospital or my work now as a healthcare educator. Whereas doctors get to listen to you and describe your symptoms with a diagnosis, with a name for those symptoms, nurses get to explain that diagnosis to you. And then we get to help you figure out what to do, um, how to use the medications that were prescribed, how to um, advocate for yourself, and most importantly, how to make changes so that you can get healthier. That is always the goal. All of that to say I don't diagnose you. (laughs) Alright, so this under and over-diagnosing thing is conflicting in the research and with the experts in today's world of Hashimoto's. There are um, I would say a handful of really well-known Hashimoto's experts. And some of them say that Hashimoto's is very, very underdiagnosed. I have heard statistics as far as 90% of women over 40 in the US and I'm assuming other developed nations. Um, have an autoimmune thyroid condition, and they're not all diagnosed. So that is at one end, 90%. Um, Some diagnosed already, some not diagnosed. And then on the other end, you have people saying um, other, you know, very well researched experts um, saying it's about 20%. And so where is the truth? How are we supposed to know? Well, my question is, well, we're waiting for the doctors and the specialists, the endocrinologists, and um, maybe maybe there's a new specialty out there that's going to look at autoimmune or maybe even more than an endocrinologist maybe just a thyroid specialist i don't know where medicine is going but while we wait for the medical community to come together and you know figure this out Well, let's figure out our own health. We don't have to wait for a group of doctors to come together and agree on a specific set of labs and a specific thing for diagnoses. What we can do as patients, you can empower yourself, you know, your CEO of your own health, you can figure out, well, you know, the whole community might not have it together, but I can figure out what's going on with my health and I can take steps in my own healthcare journey to feel better you don't have to wait for everybody else, for the experts. But why is there a disagreement in the first place? Let's cover that. So TSH, that is the lab, it's the value that tells us how much your pituitary gland, so that's in your brain, is sending signals to your thyroid gland to produce more Thyroid hormone. If you have not yet gotten the Hashimoto's 101 guide, it is free. There is a link down in the show notes. You can get it at any time, and I will walk you through the labs. There's also an episode I did all about labs, and that is in the first 10 episodes. I did all of the basics, all of the things that you absolutely need to know about Hashimoto's and about thyroid. I did all of those in the first 10 or so episodes. So, um, TSH is currently a pretty wide range. The people who advocate that too few people have been diagnosed, they say that the TSH was created from a sick population. Their premise is that enough people with thyroid problems were included in that group to make the quote normal lab values, that the normals are actually, you know, partly sick because the sample size was too large and they didn't exclude the people who already had thyroid problems. So those experts who look at that data and look at the history, they have a really valid point and they say the reference ranges are too broad. We included sick people in this population, which means if you are within that quote normal, you have normalized being sick and that's not okay. So those experts want the um, reference range narrowed. Now you get to the other side of the spectrum and there's people who say, okay, I've seen what you've said and I've looked at your data and I've looked at your new normal because in functional medicine, there is a much smaller normal range. They don't have a huge range. I say huge. The official reference range, I believe is 0.35 to 5. And then you have the functional medicine range, which is much smaller. Now, there are different functional medicine ranges that I have seen. It seems like um, some people just have their own favorites. I'm not sure if there is an industry standard for functional medicine, but it usually is somewhere around 1.5 to 3 some people want it between 1.5 and 2.5. It kind of varies, but it's a much smaller range than, you know, 0.35 to 5. So like I was saying, there are some people who have gone to that very narrow range and they have diagnosed more people as being ill or their thyroid being diseased and perhaps having an autoimmune problem attacking that thyroid. The TSH is the lab that is typically used to discover or reveal if you have a thyroid problem. And of course, I have talked in depth about other labs that you also need to look at. And it's generally the antibodies which point to an autoimmune problem, For your thyroid. So, you've got all of that like in your mind, right? Now, how do you know if you're over or underdiagnosed? But more importantly, how do you know if you are misdiagnosed? Here's my thing Does it matter? Does it really matter if you are misdiagnosed? Well, number one, it matters if you're getting the wrong treatment. Absolutely, it matters if you're getting the wrong treatment. But a lot of people just want a diagnosis and medication. I don't want that for myself and for my family. Sure, you can give me a diagnosis. That's fine. I don't care. But what I'm actually looking for is please tell me what's contributing to these symptoms. Tell me what I am doing and what I can do differently so that I don't have these symptoms. And if you want to put a name on the symptoms, that's, that's fine. If it makes your charting happier, then fine. But my goal is health. It's not the name that matters to me. It's the, are you helping me become healthier? That really matters to me. And that is what I want for you. I want you to feel better. I want you to know what is going on in your body, how everything works together, body, mind, spirit, diet, environment, what you can do for each of those. And I want you to know how to target your root causes so that you can feel better. One of the reasons that we look for a name or a diagnosis is so that we can figure out a treatment plan. And that is key. If you are getting the wrong treatment, then you are at risk for number one, not getting better and number two, continuing to get worse. Um, I joined Reddit a while ago, and it's been a really fun community. Uh, One post in particular caught my eye, and it was somebody saying that over the years, their levothyroxine has just gone up and up and up. And my immediate thought was, oh my goodness, their endocrinologist has not talked to them about actually looking at the root causes. All they are doing is throwing medications at a problem that's getting worse. Is that the way that we should be caring for the patients and for the people in our healthcare system? It's absolutely not. Why do we just want to keep increasing the dose Saying, oh, yeah, your body is not doing what it's supposed to, and it seems to be getting worse and worse and worse, so we're just gonna give you more and more medications. That is so mixed up to me. Instead of doing that, let's talk to people and say, oh, hey, here are your root causes. This is what's going on. Here is some medication that's going to help you feel better. Here is some medication that's going to help your body function, but let's also look at how you can help your body so that it does what it's supposed to do. Wouldn't that make more sense? That is exactly what I am doing in my Hashimoto's Decoded. I did one session last week. I know last week I told you that I was going to have one on Thursday and one on Saturday. I ended up going for a walk on Wednesday evening and it was super, super, super hot. I ended up um, giving myself like a migraine, making myself sick on Thursday. So I did not actually have Hashimoto's decoded last Thursday, but I do have three more coming up. I told you I was gonna have four different sessions available. So I did the one on Saturday, it was really fun. I had some really good questions from the people who are there and I've got four more coming up. Again, head to the show notes so that you can get registered, you can get your Zoom link for Hashimoto's. But that is my goal in Hashimoto's, so that you can discover actionable steps that are specifically tailored to managing your Hashimoto's. I don't want you to be sifting through generic advice that number one is contradicting the other generic advice, and it may may or may not apply to you. I want you to walk away from Hashimoto's Decoded with a clear, personalized plan that addresses your unique needs. And without diagnosing you and without getting you on camera, I am going to give you that. You are going to walk away with exactly that. By the end of Hashimoto's Decoded, you are going to have the knowledge and the confidence to know that what you're doing is truly making a difference. You're not going to have to guess. You're not going to be uncertain. You are going to be armed with the tools and insights that you need to actually make a difference. Your health is your greatest asset. I have seen people when they get ill and nothing else matters. People throw tons and tons of money into their health once they're sick and they throw tons and tons of energy and time into it because your health is the most valuable thing. So if I can help you know exactly what you're doing so that you don't have to throw spaghetti at the walls, you don't have to say, Hmm, is this thing going to work? Is this thing going to work? I had 10 different ads pop up in my social media feed. Which one do I look at? Which one do I trust? Like that confusion and that overwhelm is just not cool. It sucks your energy because you are, you're unsure. And then when you're unsure, then maybe you'll try one thing for a little bit and then it doesn't work. But did you try it for long enough? Well, I don't know, but it wasn't working. So I'm going to move over here. It's just, your head is spinning and I don't want you to be stuck in that mode anymore. I want you to be able to navigate with confidence. Now I'm not going to be giving you treatments in Hashimoto's decoded. What I'm going to do is I am decoding, going to help you decode your Hashimoto's. What contributed to you developing Hashimoto's? We're going to talk about why do people in general get Hashimoto's? And then we're going to talk about why did you specifically perhaps get Hashimoto's? Of course, I am not diagnosing. We're not talking one-on-one. Even if we did talk one-on-one, that's not my job. My job as a nurse is not to diagnose is to help you figure out how to move forward. And that is what we do in Hashimoto's Decoded. It is a very, very powerful hour together. In fact, we do it in less than an hour because your time is so valuable. I absolutely know that. There is not a person here whose time is not valuable. They're not feeling stretched and overwhelmed. I have discovered that a lot of people with Hashimoto's are actually spread super, super thin more thin than other people. Why is that? I don't know. Is it a chicken or egg thing? not sure. But what I do know is that your time is valuable. So we will get through Hashimoto's Decoded in about 45 minutes to an hour. It depends on how many questions we have. But you're going to walk away from Hashimoto's Decoded going from overwhelmed with generic advice and conflicting advice. You're going to go from that to being crystal clear on your personalized path. And as for that question, are we underdiagnosing or overdiagnosing people with Hashimoto's? Have you been missing Misdiagnosed, all of that boils down to this. If you are not doing the right things for your own health, none of that matters. If you have been misdiagnosed and you're doing the wrong things, then obviously there's a problem. If you have not been diagnosed yet and you're doing the wrong things, then obviously that is a problem. If you have been diagnosed and you're doing the wrong things, then that is a problem. Essentially, all of those things are if you're on the wrong path. I talk about a path to health a lot because I feel like there's always more things that we can be doing. We can always be taking another step in our wellness journey. Always. I talk to some people and they're like, oh my goodness, I feel bad doing, you know, X, Y, and Z around you. I'm like, I'm not judging you. And I know that there's always more things we can be doing. Always. Not a single person is doing everything that they could be. And even if they would be, then the next day they would find out about new things that they could be doing. We're all on a journey, but you have to make sure that you're taking the right steps, that your path is the right one. And that's what you're going to discover in Hashimoto's Decoded. So head down to the show notes and register for or the time that fits you. If none of them fit your schedule, send me a message, just reply to one of my emails, and I will see that. and We can chat about if there's another time I can do it. Um, heads up, this is not an evergreen thing right now. Evergreen is just a marketing term for, you know, a recorded webinar that you can watch at any time of the year. Well, it's not that, this is brand new. So if you are listening during August, the beginning of August, 2023, that is when I am offering this. So don't delay. You absolutely want to get in on this series of Hashimoto's Decoded. Sign up for one of the ones down in the show notes or sign up and then watch the replay. I've heard that a lot of people who uh, sign up for things don't actually watch the replay. Watch the replay. If you're going to take time to sign up, watch that replay because your health really matters. I will see you in Hashimoto's Decoded coming up later this week. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional.